You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. BetQL, Picking Fatties, Sports Betting Pod. It is Saturday, September 24th, 2022. Bish and Skip. Uh, Skippy boy, what's up? I'm uh, at the Hilton Garden Inn in Blacksburg, Virginia, uh, right near the campus of Virginia Tech. Uh, seeing my daughters, hanging out. And I'm in the business center of the uh, in the lobby of the hotel, so hopefully the audio is okay. What's up, Skippy boy? What's up, Skippy? Well, just more fatties. Just fatties. How about Air Force last night? Just destroys Nevada. Um well, I mean, we'll get I into that. Coastal, I had Coastal the other night, so the week started off well. You had, uh, I had Virginia Tech under team total, so not for even, such an easy. not even close. Probably your best play of the year, where it's not been close. Like you were never even saying, "Gosh, I'm, I'm, mean, they could get." They're awful. They have uh, thir- thirty flags. All right, thirty penalties and two losses against ODU and against That's West Virginia. Crazy. Thirty. That's crazy. And I don't know if I'm putting that on Brent Pry and his staff or if I'm putting that on Justin Fuente, the old staff, because those are all his players and they clearly don't have the discipline. Um, you know, when it's fourth and six, West Virginia is up 16-10. They go for it on fourth and six on Virginia Tech's 40. And Dax Hollyfield, who's the leader of the defense for Virginia Tech, after an incompletion with JT Daniels, all right, they're about to get the ball back in good field position, down six. He spears them. So flag, first down, another play on that same drive on a third and long, hands to the face, gives them another first down. Of course, they go down and score, go up 23-10, game was over. But I don't know if I put that on tech staff or or the current staff or the old staff because you can't commit 15 penalties in a fucking game like that. I mean, no, you can't. Not 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 You can't commit 15 penalties against anyone. Yeah. Get, occasionally, you'll get lucky and win, but – yeah, they just uh, – I'm really surprised. I mean, that's going to be a long season for them in the ACC. That is – they are going to have a long season. I remember we had your boy Chip Patterson on early, and we were all talking about how we were – and even he was excited and a little higher on Virginia Tech. And yeah, right yeah. to date, consider when I look at how the ACC looks and plays out and just the fact that the teams are – they're not great, but they're definitely better than Tech. They It, it could be a very long year for them. Well, they're two and two. They beat a bad Boston College team and obviously Wofford. Their next four are at Carolina, who can score, at Pitt, who can score and defend, Miami, who can score, and then at NC State. Uh, that's a that's a zero and four or one. That's an zero and four run. That's two and six. Maybe you beat Georgia Tech on November fifth. Maybe, and then they got to go to Duke, go to Liberty, play UVA. I mean. I could see them going two and 10. I could see it. Now, maybe they get a third win. 
I don't see them beating anybody else other than possibly Georgia Tech at home right now, the way they're playing. Now, they might switch quarterbacks. Jason Brown sitting behind Grant Wells. Um, I would I would think that Coach Pry might go to Brown at some point because the passing offense is just anemic. But um, anyway, so uh, before we get into the, some of the other games, I'm, I'm here at Virginia Tech seeing the girls. Last night, we went out to dinner and then uh, went out to a college bar called the Coop. And the coop is right on, it's right on Main Street. Coop and you know, there's, there's 12 or 13 bars right there. We got in there probably at, call it eight o'clock. You know, it wasn't too crowded. By the time we left, all right, I'm hanging out in a college bar in Blacksburg. All right. I'm, I'm 52 years old. We left at midnight. Oh, that's, that's not good. I got back to the room at 12, 15, 1230. I, dude. There's no chance I should be out till midnight at a college bar, hanging out with my daughters and all her friends. You should have seen the shit shows I was viewing. I mean, these girls wear nothing. These girls are coming to the bar. They wear nothing, right? Well, that's all the boys. All the boys are coming to trying to holler, buying them drinks. I mean, I just I told the girls I said, make good decisions, listen to your bodies, don't take any drinks from any strangers that you don't know, and make sure you get home at a decent time. I checked my my phone. <laughs> To see what time they got home. Um, my oldest daughter got home at two two oh eight. So there's always uh, yeah. good there's always good things happening at two o'clock. Well, yeah, nothing happens at two. Nothing good happens at two. And then my younger daughter gets home at three forty five in the morning. Well, she's the, the come fuck? on, she's the wild card. We have all, we've talked about it. One's one way, one's the, she's the, the what the one. fuck are you doing, girl? And I so I got to have a serious discussion. Make sure that. Um, there were no shenanigans. Well, just night. so you know, she wasn't playing spades. So let's just know that. <laughs> well, hopefully she was hanging out with her girls and not the boys. I'm we'll just saying out. that she's the spice. She's the dicey one. She's the spicy dicey. She's one. the there, spicy dicey. If there's ever going to be any issue of any kind, it's just it's not going to be M Dog. It's just going to be yeah, the slippery well, one. You know what? I, I just it. uh, I, it was a very funny. stressful night. It was stressful just kind of hanging well, out. You have no no. If people knew you like the way I know you were, I mean, you know, everything, you know, you have them, you have them on lockdown on your phone. Like if people, you have no business being in a bar with your daughters. Cause when you watch the way boys are today, like, it's not like when we were, cause everything's worse. Right. Cause there's, there wasn't social media. These guys, I mean, it's awful. It's like Bailey the other night was out till two 30. I just shake my head at her. I just say, there's just nothing. I mean, what are you doing, doing girl? What are, Bailey, you doing? what are you doing? Get your ass home by about there's one. Nothing of the that happens. Good. I wish everyone would know this <clears throat> after 1230, much less two, two o'clock, but anyway. Right. Well, I, and look, I know these, they're, these kids are young. All right. And they're 21 or younger. My, my girls are 21 and 19. So they have energy. I don't know how the fuck you stay out until three forty-five in the morning or two thirty. I mean, I was having two. fun with our friends last night, and by nine, it was nine nineteen, and I was yawning, and I'm like, because we were playing some cards, and I'm like, it's over, Johnny. We're gonna it's have over. to call it a night. I mean, I was snoozing by ten. Well, tonight I'll be in bed early. We're gonna go go to an early dinner because I'm gonna be on the road early tomorrow, going back home. I uh, told my wife, I said, make sure you're up and at them, 7 a.m. We're pulling out because we got to get back and do the pod before the uh, all the fantasy uh, you know picks come out and all the, the inactives and actives because I'm going to have my fantasy teams all locked and loaded. And of course, we'll do the podcast to recap today's games and preview tomorrow's game. So I have fatties tomorrow, too. I think tomorrow's going to be more shenanigans. 
I was just saying how in my Vegas survivor pool, I just said, screw it. I didn't even tell you. Oh, and I put your Chiefs one in because that's what we talked about for. Yeah, man, I feel dicey about that, but okay. Because by the way, the Chief, now the Colts have Leonard coming back on defense, Pittman and their other receivers. So they're as healthy as they're going to be and they're desperate. But I just took the Browns and three other survivor pools, including Vegas. How about that ballsy play? Take the Browns and just sit back if you win and watch the shenanigans. Because tomorrow could be some shenanigans too in the NFL. It well, really- I could see. because every awful the chiefs obviously have been great and that's just the type of setup in the nfl right because it's so unpredictable right now the, the colts will at home matt ryan will play like the old matt ryan well, how about the browns i mean not the browns you've got you've got that game you've got the jets everyone thinks the Bengals. Are, i mean what have i seen from the Bengals that tells me they're just going to go in and hammer the jets i just i am i'm not saying they won't but i haven't seen it um, yep. the Eagles, everyone thinks who knows we'll get into all that tomorrow, but I'm just saying if the commanders beat the Eagles, not going to be shocked. By the way, talk about a bad beat. What if you had the Steelers plus call it plus six oh, and a half? Oh, I, they, well, Al Michaels referenced it. The last thing he said on Thursday night, this might matter. Now he wasn't talking about the total because the total was already cooked. Right. He was talking about. Because what was the final? It was already over. They already hit the total. It was so they got the forty points. But correct. The final was twenty nine seventeen. But it was twenty. <clears throat> it was twenty three seventeen. Cleveland. Right. And they're just trying to to bleed the. Clock. That's what he meant when he said it. He had to mean because he wasn't talking about the total or the spread. He had to be talking about this will matter to some, you know, in some way. And it was the tease. Yeah, but just think about that. So it's twenty three seventeen. They're bleeding the clock. Nick Chubb runs, and they. It looks like a first down. So if he gets the first down, they just kneel on it and the game is over. Uh, they spot it as a first down. They bring the chains out. They get it by about a, a right. You know, and they reverse an it. And a half. Which you they never reverse see. it. Never see they that. They punt it with 10 seconds left. And uh, Pittsburgh tries, you know, the, the lateral play. And, now, uh, I will say. Fumble. I've now seen in the last few years that happen, which is, it's so, it's so random, but I've seen that happen now five, six, seven times. It, and it always t- seems to happen when it does matter in either a tease or the spread or the total. It's crazy. If you had that in a tease and you counted your chips, just cause you can't believe your history. life. Anyway, yeah, you can't believe you're counting your money, literally <laughs> counting your money. The day is over. All right. You got it. It's in the bank and then you get fucked. But, um, all right, so real quick, um, last night, man, UVA's offense is just bad. That's three consecutive games. They haven't even hit 300 total yards or 21 points. Lose to Syracuse. They had two missed field goals and a blocked extra point. So they're just giving points away. Brennan Armstrong's been terrible. Um, they're totally different offensively than they were last year. They lose at Syracuse. Syracuse is now 4-0. They got five field goals from their kicker, and they win at the Dome. So 22-20. Doesn't even get close to the tote. And, um, man, that was – from what I was watching, it was just an awful game for Virginia. Yeah, and, I mean, and then Virginia <clears throat> takes the lead, and, of course, Syracuse goes down at the – and and it was a real sloppy game. It was it, a lot of turnovers, and then with a minute and 14 left, you know, Syracuse kicks a 31-yard field goal, game over. Mm-hmm. Syracuse, Syracuse is living. I mean, they're four and zero. They could easily be two and two. Virginia looks like he's just not grasping the uh, the offense of the new coach yet. Uh, Armstrong's not. He's just not. 
He's just not yeah. getting it at all. And so uh, you know, last team- year they went through a stretch where they were killing people. And then at the end of the year, poorly, they lost four straight. And um, <clears throat> I think their bowl game was canceled due to COVID, but they, they could, they were scoring points. He had the highest in ACC history yards per game at 437 in the same comp in the same name, in the same uh, basically company as with, with these names, Kenny Pickett, Phillip Rivers, and Lamar Jackson. That's where Armstrong is all three NFL, a hall of famer and rivers. And then there's Armstrong from Virginia and they look awful. Is it Tony Elliott, the new coach? Is it Tony Elliott? Elliott. Yeah. He was the offensive coordinator Clemson. Looks clueless and looks lost, like many coaches we talk about. There's another one. He looks lost, and the Virginia's offense looks lost. But looks lost, anyway. and they they're now two and two. Armstrong big has games even, today though at noon. By the way, big games. Armstrong hasn't even passed for 300 yards yet in four games. No, Think about that. And that includes a game against like Richmond or something. So Virginia plays at Duke. They look, got Louisville at Tech, Miami, Carolina, Pitt, Coastal, and Virginia Tech. They might the way they're playing offense they might win four games yes they're they're gonna they're gonna have trouble yeah so it's gonna be a bad year all right real quick um last night also air force you mentioned they pound nevada they score 48 brad roberts who has seven rushing touchdowns now for the year had three last night um that's a good win after what happened last week they looked terrible against wyoming so they bounce back nevada's bad boise scores 10 points at utep what Boat raced. What's going on there? It's the worst Boise team we've seen. This is now a program where it's official for years and years. They were just that team. I mean, it went on for 10, 12, 13 years. You just didn't want to play them. The greatest win in bowl history that I saw where they beat Oklahoma. Um, All the wonderful things. And then now it's just different coaches year after year. As soon as Harson left and went to Auburn, the new coach, uh, he looks absolutely – it's the worst Boise team I've seen in a very long time. Very long time. They're just awful. I mean, UTEP, all right? Funny, the kid up the street from me goes there, by the way. He played at Palmer Ridge, uh, 3A school. He was the best wide receiver in the whole state. He commits to Boise two years ago. I don't know if he played during the COVID year. Either way, he's on that team. I think he's even getting some time. I can't remember his name, but he lives right up the street. But when I see his dad, I just sometimes I just shake my head to him. We just he just says, Yeah, and I'm just shaking my head. Shake my head to him because I mean, they look awful. You Andy Avalos is the coach. Is that the high school coach that came in? From Vegas, uh, maybe I'm thinking of some different guy. No, he was the high school coach that came in. I don't, I don't think because that that guy went to UNLV. I don't think he moved oh, that's from right. he UNLV. Went to Vegas. That's right. I'd be hard. That'd be hard if he moved from UNLV and was poo poo there, and then they take him at Boise. But yeah, well, UTEP, by the way, lost to New Mexico. They scored ten against New Mexico. Yeah, they're it's a they're terrible. I've watched I mean, them t- three times. I, I don't even know how you only scored ten points in that game. Bachmeyer had ninety four yards passing. What the fuck are they doing? The best Bachmeyer should is is at best a backup in college, much less, and maybe not even at a great college. He's just not grasping it. So they're finished. Remember how much um, hype he got. 
Well, he had a couple. Hank That's coming out Hank, as a freshman when he was a true freshman and he was playing. Yeah, I mean, he was Hank up numbers, had a not different good, coaching staff, different offense. Exactly. And that's the difference. That's yeah. the difference. It does in college. It really just matters with these coaches and their systems and everything. It's, I mean, you're seeing it with Armstrong and he's clearly not picking up what uh, the Boise staff is putting down. So they're finished. Right. This is right. like I said, air force is going to regret that loss to Wyoming. This is a season because of the mountain West where air force, not only could have go, air force possibly could have had an undefeated season. Right. That's a bad loss. But good win, good bounce back last night. So you you mentioned all the big games today, and there are some interesting matchups. Um, first of all, number one, Georgia is going to play Kent State. That's a 12 o'clock game, laying a boatload. I don't know. Just laying, decimate them. Just decimate them. Yeah, they're laying in the 40s. Their team total is, I think, 52 and a half. I would think that they probably get close to that. That's um, a first half play. If you play it, you just play Georgia to absolutely annihilate them early and often. And then you get out of that game. You just get the fuck out. Right. Exactly. Michigan at home. Also a 12 o'clock kick against the Terps. They've just destroyed the Terps over the years. And, um, and the Terps of course are, are three and zero. and finally offense started to look good last week and a big win over SMU. But you know, this is Michigan. This is in Ann Arbor. They lay 17 and a half and 64 and a half is your total. Um, I'd, I'd be Michigan hadn't played anybody, Skip, but uh-uh. again, they've got a really dual threat mobile quarterback in McCarthy, and they got Blake Corum, who's got a you know, he's really good running back. Defense is legit, they got speed. Can Maryland kind of just keep it interesting for a while? I've been, I mean, this is a game, I, I just think Michigan can annihilate them. But we'll find out. Michigan's played no one, like you said. The combined record of the teams they played, I believe, is 0-9. And something like that. And But, again, I think Michigan's really good again. I just think Harbaugh's turned the corner with them. But, you know, this is a game, obviously, if they lost it, it would just be ridiculous. But I just have a hard time believing that Maryland, when I've watched them, I mean, even last week, Maryland, I mean, it it took – they they struggled at home against SMU. It wasn't like they boat raced them. So is this a no, good SMU? But SMU's good. SMU's, no, they're, they're, they're SMU's good, a, but they're not Michigan good. And so No, they're not Michigan. No. I, I think Michigan's gonna what I see today is I think Michigan's going to try to keep the Maryland speed off the field on offense and just try to control the clock by pounding the ball. And, you know, they might break some, but I can see them trying to control, keep the time of possession and just wear Maryland's defense down, which Maryland doesn't have what I would consider a big defense either, the big defensive line and all that. They're a little bit smaller, in my opinion, at least compared to Michigan's offensive line. At least when I look at them, I don't know what they all weigh, but when I've looked at them on the field, Michigan's got, Michigan can just pound that rock. So I think that's going to be the strategy. And I can see them absolutely annihilating Maryland. How about that? Annihilation. Uh, Penn State, of course, coming off that big win last week in Auburn. They played Central Michigan, given 28 and a half. Central Michigan, when they played a, a legit Power 5 good team in week one against Oklahoma State, they allowed 60. I, I could see Penn State, their team total, I think. Let me see what their updated team total is. Team total is 44 and a half. I could see them getting there. Nick Singleton's a stud freshman, true freshman, freshman running back. I hope he has a big game today. I got him on two fantasy squads. Um, or does Penn State have a little letdown after the win in Auburn against Central Mish? Uh, Central Mish has 
They've got Richardson at quarterback who threw for got, a ton of yards last year. They've got they a got pretty Lou good, Nick, new Lou Nichols, the RB. They got a good running back in Nichols. Um, they've really not played well this year, Central Mish at all. They, I mean, they got they got boat raced at home by South Alabama. That score wasn't indicative of the game. They were down 38 to 10 at home to South Alabama, who, by the way, is a very good Sunbelt team. Um, probably going to absolutely hammer La Tech today, just hammer them and lay the 13 in a hook. But I know I think Penn State is hitting. I think they got out of that Purdue game, and I think defensively they're just good again, and they just are good defensively. And I think Central Michigan's going to struggle. Now, could they have a letdown? I guess. I mean, I'd probably play that maybe a first half too and see if they just come out and hammer them. Yeah, I think Clemson or uh, Penn State team total is a good play. Clemson's at Wake. Five versus 21. Obviously, Wake is a different team now because Sam Hartman's there. Clemson um, is obviously undefeated. And last week, they played La Tech and scored 48. They really haven't played anybody. They played Georgia Tech and Furman. All right, so this is their big first matchup. This is a wake-up call at Wake Forest. They lay seven. It's going to be an interesting game. They lay seven. Um, it's, actually, it's actually up to seven and a hook as we speak because I just saw an updated number. The thing is, the way Wake Forest runs that, uh, you know, they run that, let's fake it in the line, and they hold it there for like seven seconds. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that that's going to work on Clemson, but we're going to find out. The biggest difference is will be the defensive line of Clemson against the offensive line of Wake. Last year in this game, they had eight, eight sacks in the game. Yeah, And if... Hartman doesn't get time. And the other key is I don't know if Wake's can if Wake can't stop the run, it could be a long be game. Okay, yeah. then it could be a long game because Clemson will control the time of possession. They'll force Wake to throw if Wake's behind. And you're just unleashing the linebackers and the and the off the defensive line of Clemson against a Wake offensive liner. And mind you, this is a Wake team that last week against, I know, they're very good, mighty Liberty. Right. At home, they had to win late. I think they won by one or two late. So I don't know if that was a look ahead, but I would say that uh, it's going to come down in the trenches. And if it comes down to that, I'd take Clemson. I mean, it's just, I know that Wake could surprise them, but I think as the game goes on, we'll find out. I well, don't like I just, the game, but it's, you know. I actually do like the game. I like Clemson in a tease, and oh, I'm going to play them in a tease later, but it's. Um, I just don't see Clemson losing to Wake Forest because, like you said, player for player, Clemson's going to be better. Is is quarterback the key position here? Yes. Is Hartman better than DJ? Yes. But all those other positions, like you mentioned, I think Clemson is going to dominate this game. So I, I'm going to take them in a tease, but we'll get into that in a sec. Um, Florida's at Tennessee. Tennessee lays 11. It's a big number to give Florida, but you know, look, Florida – um offensively has been a little inconsistent but they own tennessee they do that, that that's fine that's fine but this is this is a huge game college game day is there um and florida was okay last week but had to squeak over south florida lost the week before against kentucky and richardson looked terrible um so florida isn't as good as they played against utah that's not as good they're not that good all right. And, that, and, and by the way, that team's in my plays today, Utah, because they're going to destroy Arizona State, who just fired Herm Edwards on the field. Correct. 
Um, but this will be an interesting game. I, I really think that um, I, I don't know if I would play this game. I think Tennessee should win it fairly easily because Hooker and that offense is just they're going to play fast. They're going to spread it. And I just don't think Florida is as good as they were in uh, week one. They've proven that over the last two weeks, but we'll see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, yeah, that's a lot of points to give. Um, I watched Pitt really slow that Tennessee offense down because sometimes Hooker can just be not great. And, and so, you know, he just, I mean, he can, and they have speed coming out, but I watched Pitt. I mean, if not for, uh, um, Slovis going down and now I will say this, the defensive line of Tennessee is nasty, but Richardson's a, just a completely different quarterback than Slovis, obviously probably can take more hits and they can run the ball. I still think Tennessee will win. I just, I'm just not impressed with, I watched all I needed to see about Florida against Kentucky, who by the way, will kill Northern Illinois tonight. Um, I love it. I, yeah. I like that one. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't, I, I wouldn't play that. I'm not going to play the Tennessee Florida game. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to, I want to kind of watch that. Let's see. Um, Oregon's at Washington state, Washington state's catching seven. Arkansas's at A&M. <clears throat> Arkansas. Elimination game right there. Arkansas kind of dominated them last year and held them to 10. A&M's offense just is not good. I'm going to play Arkansas in this game on the money line, plus 110. I just think that their offense is better. Their defense is just as good. Quarterback is 100 times better than what A&M has. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, USC's at Oregon State. Oregon State catching six and a half. And Corvallis is a tough place to play, my friend. 72 is the number. I kind of feel like it could be a shootout. Like you say, Corvallis, the number doesn't make much sense to me because it is USC. They've punted five times all year. I don't think this is the same USC team. In fact, Caleb Williams, for the first time, you've got Young for Bama outside the top two in the Heisman. It's Stroud, and then Caleb Williams is right there in in second. I feel like if USC gets it going – you know, you're going to force – or because the, the, the game plan for Oregon State, they like to kind of run it some and, and and slow the game down a bit But it because you just want to keep USC off the field. If USC gets it going early and often, it could be a long night, but I tend to think it could go monkey tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. Chance Nolan's been pretty good this year. He is good. He's yeah. legit. And, look, that's a, that's a tough place to play. Oregon State's beaten that team there before. Um, I don't know when the last time they beat them there, but it might have been 10 years ago. But um, it'll be interesting. I just think that USC just has too much speed and too many weapons. I mean, Addison's legit. You know, Travis Dye is legit. They just, I, I don't know if Oregon State will be able to, to keep up, but um, that game's at 1030. I would love to watch that, but it's on Pac-12. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll be all over watching that one. It's the one – it's my – for me, it's my one must-watch because, again – You get the Pac-12 network? I think I do. I don't know why I do, but I get it that's all. That's the only way you're going to watch it because it's not on regular. Oh, television. it's not. Well, yeah, I think I get the Pac-12. And the thing about that game is, you know, no one's, I mean, USC, yes, but no one's 
you know, they're kind of like, you know, it's basically a foregone conclusion. It's Georgia, it's Ohio state. It's, it's probably going to be Utah. So this is, again, it's an interesting, this is just a different USC team, just weapons out of their ass. So it's just going to be, I I just feel like it's a must watch. I'll probably stay up all night and watch it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love it. I love it. Uh, Purdue tonight plays Florida Atlantic. They're laying 16 and a half. Here's the problem with this game is Aiden O'Connell is a question mark. He's a game time. Right before the game. Yeah, right before the game. By the way, in your pool, a lot of people took Purdue. They are salty. Well, I mean, they should probably still win. Um, I don't know anything about the backup quarterback, but if if O'Connell is out, it's obviously a kind of a coin flip game, or maybe Purdue should be laying seven or maybe ten. But I don't even know what the injury is, and I didn't know that he even got hurt last week in the Syracuse game. But he's a I mean, game time. Decision. I didn't. He, I didn't see anything either. But it's a, he's a game. When they say he's a game time decision, he's probably gonna at least give it a go. But I don't yeah. know. USC's averaging fifty points a game this year, five hundred and twenty yards, and they have zero turnovers and ten takeaways. How about that? That's crazy. I mean, that is nuts. Bama lays forty-one to Vanderbilt. Hard to, get, hard to even get into it, except you'd go over. Over 59. I mean, but you can see that because Vanderbilt will probably score a touchdown or two, right? Won't they? Or are they just going to yeah. get shut out again? Last uh, year it was 59 nothing. That was a score. 59 nothing. I think, last year. Offensively. I could see that. Uh, are we ready for picks or you got any more games you want to go over? Let's rock and roll. Let's do some picks. I'll let you start. Uh, all right. I'm going to do, I'm going to take, I really think we're going to find out a lot about Leopold, the coach from Buffalo, who I think, I mean, look, it's the, to me, it's the best story in football, that college football that no one's talking about, which is Kansas. This is a team that went into West Virginia, who you just watched pummel your VTech. West Virginia almost beats Pitt. They beat them in double over or in overtime. They put up 55. They do a pick six to win by 13, but Normally in that game, there's no chance that that Kansas is going into West Virginia and actually winning the game. Then they played kind of a cupcake. But last week, they go into a Houston team. They're catching nine or maybe even double digits at 10. They're down 14 nothing early. The game is over. I mean, it's Kansas. Houston's going to pummel them. They score 48 of the next – they beat them 48-30. to So 48 of the next 64 points in that game were scored by Kansas. Complete domination. They go up 28-14 at halftime. People are fighting on the sidelines at Houston, and Houston can't stop them. This is a team that averages like almost 500 yards of offense a game. I think Duke is going to get smoked today, but we're going to find out. So I do like Kansas. I like Utah to absolutely obliterate Arizona State. Herm Edwards, what a what just it is. In fact, I just heard this, that the coaches for Arizona State were given information. Did you hear about that? Some of the assistant coaches apparently were given, I don't know, this is what I heard, maybe it's wrong, given information to Eastern Michigan last week. Eastern Michigan goes into Arizona State, wins the game pretty handily, even though the score doesn't, I mean, they were never in doubt, and Herm Edwards gets fired. So you have a new coaching staff against, to me, a ridiculously good Utah team who's motivated. I think Utah destroys them. I like, and I like, um, I also like Michigan in the first half minus 10 today at noon. And I also like, I'm going to go over in the Oregon State game. A big number of 72, but I don't care. I'm rolling it. Love and it. that's that. So 
Are you like Kansas? Are you like Utah? I like Kansas. I like Utah. I like over 72. And I like Michigan in the first half minus 10. Love it. All right, real quick. I'm going to take um, ECU team over team total in the uh, Navy game. Uh, it's 32. I just think ECU's offense is really balanced. Navy's not good. Uh, I'll take uh, the over 32 team total in the Navy East uh, Carolina game. This game is at ECU. Navy is 0-2. They lost 37-13 against just an okay Memphis team last week. Uh, ECU is just on another level offensively. This is an 8 o'clock game, I think, or maybe 6. It might be a 6 o'clock game down in uh, ECU and Greenville. So over 32 team total <clears throat> with East Carolina. I'm going to lay the 19 and a half. This number actually opened at 17 and a half with Ohio State and Michigan. <clears throat> but I'm going to lay the 19 and a half, Skippy boy. I just think that Ohio State's on a different level and Wisconsin's not good. And uh, I think Wisconsin gets boat raced in Columbus today. I'll lay the 19 and a half with Ohio State. I'm going to go <clears throat> over team total. For LSU, over 38 against New Mexico. <clears throat> this is also uh, a night game. Uh, Jaden Daniels has been really good in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they look good against Mississippi State. He was really good last week in that game. And uh, that's a 7:30 game against New Mexico. New Mexico is, you know, obviously one of the probably worst seven or eight teams in FBS. And um, I just think that LSU will get to 40. So I'll go over the 38 team total with LSU. Daniels has six passing touchdowns and he's rushed for 225 yards. He's averaging six and a half yards per rush too. So he's got a couple of rushing touchdowns. So I think he'll account for, um, you know, four, call it four or five touchdowns today. So I'll go over that. And then I like Arkansas money line plus 110. I just think they beat AM. My tease for the day will be Clemson just to win and Oregon State plus the 12 and a half against USC. Roll it. I like right. it. So tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll be back um, tomorrow. Live show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. It might be a little later, depending on when you get home. I'll make sure the plays, I'll get your plays in the NFL, and we'll get those tweeted out sometime uh, mid-morning. And then, uh, obviously, we'll be back Monday for a recap. I love the card tomorrow, actually. I think there's going to be more shenanigans in the NFL, so I definitely have some plays that I really like. Roll and, it. We'll be back. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck today. Peace. See ya. Boo.